You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Episode 6, The Hellhole. I'm Dori Berenstein. And I'm Sally Horchow, and we are the producers of Is This a Room on Broadway. On June 3rd, 2017, 11 FBI agents appeared at the home of Reality Lee Winner, a 25-year-old Air Force linguist, to interrogate her about leaking a classified document proving Russian interference in the 2016 election. Is This a Room, the critically acclaimed Broadway play, reenacts the verbatim transcript of that interrogation. When we started the journey of bringing Is This a Room to Broadway, we knew there was so much the public didn't know about reality's story. So we created the podcast, This is Reality, to provide a deeper look inside the very important and very timely story of Reality Winner. In our last episode, we heard from Reality's former defense attorney, Titus Nichols, who shared the legal challenges faced by Reality and what ultimately led to her guilty plea and her sentence of five years and three months in prison. In this episode, we talked to those closest to Reality about the incredibly inhumane conditions she faced in and on her way to prison. Her time included, among other things, being held in solitary confinement without basic human necessities, contracting COVID twice, and surviving physical and sexual assault. When Reality was arrested on June 3rd, 2017, she was taken to a rural county jail in Lincolnton, Georgia, which was about an hour from her home in Augusta. Her mother, Billy Winter Davis, describes the conditions of that jail. It was hell. It was just a hellhole. It was in a small town in Lincolnton, Georgia, It had one holding room for all females. And all of a sudden she's having to navigate and figure out how to survive in one room with 12, 14 other women. Some of them coming off of drugs, some of them detoxing, one shower, one bathroom. She's denied medical care. She's denied psychological care. They were denying her food. She was attacked in jail, assaulted and injured. She suffered so much. Billy and her husband, Gary, couldn't imagine leaving reality alone in that rural jail. Billy decided to retire from her work so that she could move to be near reality in Georgia and help her as needed. The visitation at that jail was Saturday and Sunday mornings, and you only got a half an hour with 
the detainee and it was between glass. So again, we didn't get to hold her. We didn't get to hug her. It was on a phone. Sometimes if you didn't get the right one, it was really staticky and you couldn't hear each other. Um, You're constantly yelling and trying to make sure that the other one could hear you. And it was again, just so demeaning as well. The whole environment, they, they don't treat you well when you go to a jail to visit your loved ones. They, you know, yell at you and things like that. The time reality spent in this county jail without bail was one of the most difficult experiences of Billy's life. When reality was in Lincoln County Jail, that was probably the hardest time because I needed to be there to be at least some sort of a lifeline to her. It would be, you know, them going days without toilet paper. And I would have to call and tell them, you know, the girls have been without toilet paper for four days now. And basically, you know, they would tell me that that was none of my concern. It got to the point where I was calling the jail for every little thing, because as a mother, you just don't stop. It's it's not okay. It's not okay for her not to be fed. At one point, the captain of the jail threatened me and said if I continued to call them that they would get her moved to a worse place. So then I felt like it was always a fight for something when she was there. And just to hear the desperation and the hopelessness when she would call, just to hear her crying on the phone, it just... It really was probably the darkest time for me as a, as a parent. Reality would end up spending nearly one year and 83 days in that Lincoln County jail, often with limited access to food. During this time, Reality's story caught the attention of Wendy Collins, who felt compelled to help Reality. So my name is Wendy Collins. I'm a mom and I had no social media presence and I've never been an advocate before. I happened to be walking by the TV and I saw reality's mugshot and I heard this brief story and it included the word terrorist. And all I could think is, oh my gosh, this young woman reminds me of my daughters. And I just could not look away for some reason. I remember standing there. I remember it like it was yesterday, standing there and listening. And for whatever reason, and I'm like, I need to help this young woman. Billy recalls meeting Wendy. So one day I actually received a text from this person, Wendy Collins, and she told me that she had been writing to reality. This was in September of 2017, and she became my lifeline. She became my person. Wendy spoke about her experience trying to help Reality while she was in county jail for over a year awaiting her trial. During this time, she was continuously denied bail, which as we explored in our last episode, is rare for someone who has committed this type of crime. Reality spent one year and 83 days inside this rural county jail in Georgia. Her experience there was just tortured. I literally saw where the exercise area was. And it was basically, if you can imagine a kennel where you probably wouldn't leave your animal that you love, it was literally 
a large cage. And that was where reality would try to kind of make a circle for herself and run. She was caged, literally. Her mental health, her nutritional needs, just the most basic human rights were not met. Reality's sister, Brittany Winner, agrees. The Lincolnton County Jail was a hellhole. And we believe that reality was kept there for so long, denied bail to try to convince her to plea out and to break her spirit and to make sure that she knew that the government was coming after her. And there were so many times when she would call me and reality would say, there's a girl here who desperately needs a dentist, but she can't see a doctor and nobody's listening to this girl and she's in so much pain and she's screaming. There were other times when reality would tell me that people who were coming down from from drugs and to my understanding, it was just one big room and these these people, these these other women would be experiencing hallucinations. They would be violent. They would be you know, in need of medical attention. And there was no medical attention to be had in that county jail. So for reality to be locked away when she hadn't been convicted, when she hadn't had her day in court was totally wrong in our opinion and just really served to make her feel like she had no hope that there was no way that she was going to get out of there until she gave the government what they wanted. And what they wanted was for her to plea out. After over a year in that small county jail, Reality and her lawyers concluded that her best option would be to take a plea deal, since Reality was never going to be released on bail, and she was facing a minimum of 10 years in prison. A plea deal would reduce her sentence to five years and three months and allow Reality to be transferred to Carswell Federal Medical Center, a maximum security prison in Fort Worth, Texas which would provide the services that were unavailable at Lincoln. She would also be closer to her family's home in Texas. But the journey to Carswell would be traumatic, Wendy explains. Before she got to Carswell, where she served out her prison sentence, she was transferred to a county detention center. She was driven in the middle of the night, pretty much around 4 a.m., taken to Florida to a county detention center in Baker County, Florida, and thrown into isolation. So when they took reality to Baker County detention, that's where reality landed in isolation. She couldn't reach her family for whatever reason, so I got a call that she was there, and she was hysterically crying that she she couldn't be in isolation. She couldn't be alone. You know, she'd been in a year and 83 days in a room with all these people. Now she's alone. She's scared to death. She has no idea what's happening. So I start trying to call Baker County, trying to find out why she's in isolation. And we can't get an answer. And they don't know why. They don't know why, except for she's some dangerous individual. And there's always this fine line that I was learning as an advocate while reality was in Lincolnton, how hard do you push to where they're going to take it all out on reality or you're actually going to push in the right way that change will come. But when we do it not quite right, reality is the one who suffers. 
Reality was tremendously upset when she called Wendy from the facility in Florida that was at that time being used as an ICE detention center. She called me crying, just crying, telling me, you know, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. They put her in isolation. She has no idea what's happening or where they're taking her or how long she's going to be there. And they take her one comfort away, which is her Bible. I was in Florida at the time. So it was about a five hour drive from me, I believe. And I got there and I was told that I could not see her. I was incredibly upset because I was told over and over that I could see her, that she was allowed visitors. And so I just kept pushing it and saying, you know, I was told I was allowed to see her. You know, I was told I was allowed to see her and I just wouldn't leave. Then I was told, apparently, if you're in isolation there, you know, you can use like a video call in the cell, but apparently the video monitor was not working. And so they were like, you can't have your visit. The video monitor's not working. But Wendy wouldn't give up. She was determined to help reality. I wouldn't leave. I was told I could see her. They made an allowance, which I don't even know why, you know, just the grace of God. But there was a giant glass window, like a full size, like what you would think, like a sliding glass door between us. And there was a phone, because that's how you're supposed to speak through the glass, like you did in jail. But I realized that I could hear her. So I put the phone down, not knowing if they were going to allow that or not. And then she put the phone down and we both put our hands up to the window and we just talked. And I think they let me stay for like, it felt like an hour. I told her that we were going to work on getting her out of isolation. We were going to do everything we could. Wendy reflects on this difficult time. I just had never seen her this terrified before. It was like, you know, seeing your little, your child in this type of a, position and there was nothing you could really do and it's so weird because in my life like if I work hard enough at things I can usually find some type of a solution or resolution or make something better like that's what I've learned in my life you know just keep trying don't give up but with the government the full force of the government wanting to torture this young woman and not having any power behind us We just couldn't help her. Reality was held in this ICE detention center for a few weeks before she was finally transferred to a holding facility in Oklahoma. Then she got flown again in, I believe, the wee hours of the morning. They would not even let her keep her jumpsuit. She flew across country to Oklahoma in long underwear, shackled, where she's dumped off there in basically a warehouse, a filthy holding place. It was crazy. I mean, it was just nuts. After a few weeks in Oklahoma, she was finally released to Federal Medical Center Carswell in Fort Worth. Brittany explains why this was such a relief. We believed that when Reality pled guilty, received her sentence, and was sent to Carswell in Fort Worth, Texas, that she would at least be able to start living some semblance of a life. It's still prison. It's a federal prison. It's not a good situation for anybody to be in, but Reality wanted to take correspondence college classes. Reality wanted to 
teach fitness classes. Reality wanted to try to, again, try to live some semblance of a life. She thought that when she was transferred to Carswell, that she would at least be able to be granted the fundamental rights of an inmate in that they should be allowed to go outside. Um, she thought that she would also have access to better options for food, at least vegetarian options or, you know, healthful fruits and vegetables, kind of the bare minimum of what we should be feeding people who are incarcerated. And, you know, we, we really, as a family, had a hope after reality was transferred to Carswell because we thought that reality would be moving on to something at least a little bit better. Anything's got to be better than county jail. And I think that we were ignorant of how bad things could also really get. But we thought that maybe in a federal prison system that people would be more reasonable and that they wouldn't maybe be so punitive and so petty. But what we experienced was worse than we ever could have imagined. Once COVID hit in 2020, all the support services available to Reality ended. Her situation, once again, became dire. We all know being free how hard COVID was to maneuver and manage. Well, they weaponized COVID in prison. In July of 2020, Reality tested positive. So when Reality was in Carswell and found out she had COVID after being tested, basically the guard threw her COVID results at her and said, congratulations. And that's how she found out. She had COVID twice in prison. Sadly, contracting COVID in prison wasn't rock bottom for reality. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In January of 2021, Reality shared with her mother that nine months prior, she had been sexually assaulted by a guard at Carswell. Reality had filed a complaint under the Prison Rape Elimination Act, but there was no follow-up whatsoever regarding the assault. Previously, she had been physically assaulted while at the Lincoln County Jail, and, as with this situation, there was no action taken on her behalf whatsoever. Both times, Reality tried to shield her mother from the truth. Whenever you see any kind of police show or prison show, you see those things. And during this whole ordeal with reality, I just prayed and prayed and prayed that this would never happen to her. When she was in Lincoln County Jail, she was assaulted physically. And she did not tell me until like a month afterwards. 
she would not tell me the worst of the worst things that were happening to her because she didn't want me to worry. And, you know, when she did finally tell me, you know, she could tell me at a place where she's safe. The same thing with regard to the sexual assault that happened at Carswell Prison. She didn't tell me until that guard that sexually assaulted her was moved back into her unit. And Reality did everything right. She reported it. You know, they have like a 1-800 number or a system where you can report it as soon as possible. You can also, you know, report it to your case manager. You send in what they call these request forms and you can report it. And she did that and she heard nothing. And then all of a sudden, this same guard who touched her inappropriately at night in her dorm is back in her unit. And that's when she freaked out. Reporting on her assault had actually made matters worse, not better. And that guard actually came on the unit that night and told the entire unit that reality had lied on her. And she made a statement that said, if you lie on me, I come for blood. And at that moment, my daughter was terrified, not only of being re-victimized by this person who had touched her inappropriately in her bunk during the night shift, but also now she was terrified that this guard was going to get her physically hurt or killed. It may not have even been this guard doing it herself, but you know how prison works. Prison works by favors. Prison works by payment. And you can get anything done in prison if you can pay for it. And so this guard coming on the unit that night and announcing to the entire unit that my daughter had lied about her and that she was coming for blood. That's when Reality knew that she had to tell me. So she called me the next morning. And I mean, she was just crying. She was frantic. She was scared. And this is the following morning. And she said, I didn't sleep at all last night. I was terrified. And at that point, you know, I knew that I had to do something. And so I, you know, made um, various inquiries and complaints to the BOP system, to the DOJ system. I contacted her attorneys. I told her attorneys, you guys need to do something. Somebody needs to inquire about this. And and it was only then after that, that they started an investigation into her original complaint that this guard had touched her inappropriately in her bunk at night. And they, they took that guard out of the unit, but uh, that guard was continue, continue to work there at, you know, at the facility. Then Reality told me during that investigation how she was called in and she was basically told that she reported it wrong. So because she reported it wrong, they didn't look into it. And then she was told that there was a backlog into the system where she reported it. And so that's why they didn't look into it. She was told it was because of COVID. You know, she was told all these different excuses as to why they did not investigate 
this very serious claim. And then they really tried to talk her out of the whole complaint, telling her, well, maybe she misunderstood. Maybe it was that this guard was just checking on her well-being, checking to make sure that, you know, there was a living, breathing person in the bunk. But my daughter told me that her eyes were open, their eyes locked. Billy Winter tried every which way to sound the alarm. She wrote to the prison's administration, to two Texas senators, to her congressional representative, and to the White House. She shared details of the incident with her tens of thousands of social media followers. So, you know, through this entire process, I've contacted, you know, my representatives and my uh, senators. And then when this did happen, I again reached around and wrote to them and emailed them. And I only received these generic responses that I needed to make my complaints or my inquiries to the Bureau of Prisons or the Department of Justice, which of course I had already done as well. You know, and I told them that in my complaints that I, I've already reached out to everyone I can. I'm not getting any answers. My daughter's not getting any answers. My daughter's not being protected. And I need your help because I live in your constituency. I am your constituent. This is what we get in America. It's this is truly, truly the most disappointing thing for me is I can't even get a meeting with my representative to talk with them about my daughter and her safety. And this is happening in their state. Yet nothing happened to that guard. Nothing was ever resolved. Reality continued to serve her sentence at Carswell until finally, in July of 2021, Reality was released to home confinement to serve out the rest of her sentence with her family in Texas. But her troubles were far from over. While Reality's five-year, three-month-long, record-breaking sentence finally ended on November 23, 2021, Wendy explains that with three years of onerous probation ahead, Reality will be far from free. What America needs to know is that Reality Winner has a very long road ahead. She will face three years of probation with lifetime restrictions. Reality will never be able to talk about any of this. You know, she'll be able to talk about certain things, but I know America wants to hear what Reality Winner really has to say. And without pre presidential intervention, that will not happen. In our next episode, we will talk about the importance of clemency or pardon for reality and how critical that will be in getting her life back post-incarceration. You can support reality by signing her petition for clemency at standwithreality.org. Please join us for the next episode of This Is Reality. And for more information and tickets to all productions of Is This a Room, visit bpn.fm slash thisisreality. And make sure to check out all the podcasts on the Broadway Podcast Network. We're incredibly grateful to our special guests, Billy Winner Davis, Brittany Winner, and Wendy Collins. This podcast is created, written, and produced by Dory Berenstein, Sally Horchow, Rebecca Aparicio, and the Broadway Podcast Network. 
Sound engineers are Alan Seals and Kimberly Garris. Podcast editor is Alan Seals. Executive producer is Liz Armstrong. This is Reality is part of the Gotham's fiscal sponsorship program under the Sound and Light Project. Please join us for our next episode of This is Reality by following and finding out more information on bpn.fm slash thisisreality. And finally, special thanks to Bea Westby, Katie Rosen, Ayanna Prescott, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.